imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host tajul khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs hello and welcome back today we have fernando flores with us again he is one of our launch partners from the mini launch series he shared how entrepreneurs can achieve their goals faster if you didn't get the chance to listen to it i would highly recommend you to do it now i'm sure you'll get loads of value from it in the last episode we discussed how entrepreneurs can stay focused and escape burnouts and increase their productivity so Flor, uh, fernando welcome back once again i'm so excited to have you with us again today oh thank you so much for having me back on i really appreciate it it's all my pleasure so before we dive deep into your entrepreneurial journey tell our audience who fernando flores is <laughs> um I am a high performance coach who was put on this earth to help motivate others and inspire them to reach optimal levels of health and wellness to live life with excitement with joy with love and with reckless passion. <laughs> Behind the scenes you mentioned about your journey of being unhealthy and how you move towards health and wellness would you share that with our listeners? Yeah, definitely. For me, and I think I mentioned briefly, you know, in the initial launch episode, when I started my professional career as an attorney, there were a lot of times where I was not taking care of myself. There were a lot of years where I didn't take care of my health, right? Now, that manifested in very different habits on a day-to-day basis, right? So every week, if there was a happy hour, I'd go. I didn't know how to manage stress and I believed that drinking was an effective way of doing so and it numbs you right alcohol numbs you and so it doesn't allow you to process emotions and I realized that was an area of my health and wellness that was a blind spot for me my emotional wellness right that was just one area then also lack of exercise lack of adequate sleep lack of adequate stress management on healthy eating when you put it all together it's not a good combination right mm. for me what i decided to do was commit to myself to change some of my habits and what i started doing was i started exercising two times a week so it didn't matter what trial i had it didn't matter what appellate argument or what appellate brief i had to write it didn't matter how intense the pressure was at work i committed to exercising two times a week that was it i just started with very basic stuff because there would be months where i'd go without any exercise right so when i started doing that that led me down a path where i was like well let me learn a little bit more about other areas of health and wellness i was committing and two days turned into three three days turned into four and then now i do five days consistently they have done that for like a year now 
right? And I started exercising consistently about four years ago. As I started reading more and more information, I realized that this component of myself, my emotional wellness was really missing. I hadn't taken care of it. And the thing is that when you go to law school, when you enter the profession as an attorney, it's very logic-based. It's very rational. Right. What makes sense, right? What, is, what does the law say? How do you apply it? It's very mind-based. Right. And what I realized was that there was a component of the law practice that didn't really tap into the power of your heart or emotions. And the way that I like to explain it now is like, I mean, think about your client going into the courtroom and doing testimony in front of a jury, like you see in, you know, in television, right? You remember the scene where in A Few Good Men, you know, I want the truth. You can't handle the truth, right? (laughs) Typically, it's not that exciting. But you remember, you know what I'm talking about. And, you know, Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise, and they go at it. If your client is nervous and stressed and worried, concerned, all these emotions, right? And you don't know how to manage that in yourself. How are you going to help your client do that? So true. So true. Absolutely. And so I got into this component of my health and wellness that was just missing. And I started to take a hard look at it. Like, why was it missing? Right? Mm -hmm. And that's when I realized that growing up, I had been taught as a male to not feel certain things. I was taught to, hey, don't cry. You know? don't express your emotions and in different ways, right? But as a male, that's what I was taught. And that's what ended up for me, at least causing me to be emotionally unavailable. And that's a challenge for anyone that goes through it, because there's difficult situations that come up. And if you're not able to see that in those difficult situations, you're either frustrated, or irritable, or impatient, or angry, right? If you don't see all that, you're not going to be able to manage it. And it's going to manifest in habits that are unhealthy most of the time. You know, it's amazing how you explained your journey because one part of it, you are talking about your physical health, how important it is to exercise. And the other part of it is your emotional health, where people lack, you know, some people say, oh, I go to the gym five times a week, and I am healthy, not necessary right? You need to take care of your mind as you take care of your body. Yep. I agree with you a hundred percent. And, you know, we have about 50 to 70,000 thoughts every single day. All right. Right. It's approximately 90 to 95% of those thoughts are recurring. They're from yesterday, right? So it's just, there's a recurring amount of thoughts. The majority of them are from one day to the next, the next typically the same. So if somebody's worried about a particular problem, it's very likely that they're going to be worried tomorrow about it as well. And the day after and the day after and the day after and the day after it's a very high likelihood. And then also a good 85, 90% of the thoughts that we have tend to be negative. When you don't become intentional about those thoughts, when you don't become intentional about what you want to foster in your mind and emotionally, right? People talk about, Oh, you have a limiting belief. Yes. But then there's also limiting emotions. So right? true. I, I move away from thinking of emotions as negative or positive. Like I don't think about them that way. Every emotion teaches me something, whether it's shame, whether it's guilt, guilt's right. trying to, Hey, come back on course with the values that you've set for yourself. 
That's that's what it's teaching me. Embarrassment, like okay, we, nobody likes to feel embarrassed. Nobody likes to feel rejection. But they're right. all teaching me something, right? And so I've become self-aware enough and comfortable enough to be able to process any emotion that comes my way because I'm human and it's okay for me to feel. And that's what's called emotional self-awareness, right? But also emotional granularity. What a lot of people don't know is like some people like get angry, right? And and they think there's just one anger, but there's really 10 types of anger, Right. right? I don't know if you knew that, but the kind of anger you feel when somebody cuts you off in the freeway is very different than if some injustice is done and you want to stand up and advocate for someone. Right. Completely different. Right. The better you become at understanding which one is happening in this moment right now, different processes in your mind, your heart, your body are going to kick in to manage those situations in a very different way. Right. Well, you touched about anger. So I think young entrepreneurs who are trying to achieve their goals faster also feels frustrated and part of it is anger because they are feeling angry for not being able to achieve because this mind thing ticking inside, oh, I want this faster, faster. And then they get angry. How true is that? How do you link anger and frustration together? I think they're related emotions, but I do feel that there are situations where you can feel frustrated and not necessarily angry. And there are situations where you can feel angry and maybe not necessarily frustrated, although they are related. And I think part of what you need to do or what I recommend to process and have some level of emotional resolution, because at the end of the day, if you're not able to resolve that anger, you're going to carry it with you for the rest of your life. And some people do. Some people go to the grave carrying anger from decades without ever resolving that anger. And it's resentment, really, you know? But if you're talking more about like somebody trying to achieve their goals and they get angry because they're not able to move fast enough, well, then what's happening is you're not able to achieve your goal, right, in comparison to what, right? And a lot of times we tend to compare ourselves and that's where that frustration and anger stems from. How is this person moving so quickly and getting those results so quickly? And with social media, one of the things that I learned is that people paint a very pretty picture of who they are and what they're doing when people will show like get rich quick by taking the leap and becoming an entrepreneur and in two months you got this or in two days you'll achieve the greatest levels of success that are unimaginable but the reality is very different that's not the reality most people that i'm so glad you're sharing all this i'm so glad god yeah no it's true you know like most people at least from what i've seen and i look as an attorney i'm a researcher I'll find out everything about you. And so anytime anybody puts an ad in front of me on Instagram or Facebook, I research. People tend to be eight years to 10 years overnight successful. I haven't seen anyone that is making a really good profit that is not in that time frame. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so you have to understand it takes time. So if you're in your early 20s, mid 20s, late 20s, Be patient with yourself. I didn't become an entrepreneur until I was 35. And some people would say, hey, you're still young, right? And some people would say, hey, you're super old, you know? But I had a 10-year career as an attorney that was very successful, where I learned a lot about myself and how I can push under very stressful situations. And that's what I used to help others push under very stressful situations. But at the same time, when I went into entrepreneurship, I was like, I got to be patient with myself. I want it. 
that I know it doesn't always happen right away, right? And I learn to become fearless. I think that's really important, right? And the way you become fearless is it's not that I don't feel fear. I feel fear every day. <laughs> of course but we I don't, all do. Of course we all we, do. But we need yeah. to learn to deal with it. How exactly. soon can we overcome fear? Exactly. We can yeah, either stay soon. in that dark zone for hours or days or months, or we can decide to come out of it probably within a few minutes, a few hours. Yeah. That's yeah. And there's it. a lot of yeah, there's a lot of books and resources that give you like the five minute rule or the five second rule. Right. You know? I do like the perspective of like, hey, think about it. If this isn't going the way that you want it to, um, you know, and Dale Carnegie, his strategy, okay, what's the worry or concern, right? Put it out of your head, put it on paper, write it down. Once you see that, what are your options, right? Then you write your different options. And then, okay, from those options, what's the one option that you can move forward right now that's the likely best option for you to move forward? Once you pick your option, what's one step, one piece of action that you can take to move that action forward? And so now what you're doing is removing the worry from your mind and turning it into an actionable item. Right. You know? So I think that's important. The better you become at doing that, I do feel you, pay, you get a lot of momentum. Because a lot of times we get stuck right. in our heads, either procrastination or indecision. Right. It's amazing that you have shared this information for entrepreneurs to stay focused and not compare themselves. That's so important. I think the comparison today is playing a big role. And second big important thing is the shiny object syndrome, right? Mm-hmm, People are mm-hmm. falling for all the traps. And the third important, or probably this should be put on the first, that they should take care of their health and holistically, right? Not only body, mind, emotions, your uh, fears, sometimes fears can also have a blockage. It doesn't let you move forward yep. to achieve yourself. Yep. I agree amazing, with you. Amazing, amazing. I can go on and on. You have so much information to share with our audience, uh, Fernando, trust me. But we have limited time. Before we sign off, what is one piece of advice you would give our listeners? I know I asked you in our previous episode also, but I'm thinking maybe you have something more to add on to give to our listeners so they can follow your advice and achieve their goals. The sooner you can understand the difference between what your customer or your long-term client wants versus what your customer or long-term client needs, the better you're going to be able to serve them. Wants versus needs. Yeah, because a lot of times people think that their client needs this, but one, the reality is they don't. Well, they actually, they need it, but they don't want it. And that's where you might not get some traction. And that's important, right? right? Because when you make an assumption in terms of what their wants are, without asking, without doing some research, without really connecting with your customers, it becomes a challenge to sell things to people that they don't necessarily want. So what I've learned to do is to couch what they need under what they want. So I still give them what they need, but I couch it all under what they want. I think that's how Dean Graziosi also quotes it. You know, understand what they want and you serve them what they need. I've learned this from him. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) He's an expert on this. Amazing. So tell our audience about your program. 
Yeah. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about like, you know, where folks can find me that, you know, they can go to the number one, fernandoflores.com. That's my website. That's uh, my Instagram at one Fernando Flores. And, you know, my business is called the Health and Wellness University. That's my podcast. That's my business. That's my high performance coaching business. And also, if uh, people are in California, if any of your listeners are in the area, you are, or anywhere in the world, really, you know, I have some people coming from Europe this time around, uh, which is amazing. I have an annual conference. It's called the San Francisco Health and Wellness Conference. We're going to have people come in and talk about neuroscience and managing stress. We're going to have meditation experts, uh, pain-free fitness coaches. uh, Mm -hmm. It's just holistic wellness, a full day dedicated to you and your health. Just one day out of the 366 that we have this year in 2020. But it's, it's a powerful conference and people leave with a lot of information that really benefits them. And they can go back home and follow it as well? Yeah. So for the podcast, they can definitely tune into it from wherever they want. It's on iTunes. It's on like, like nine different platforms. So if they just Google Fernando Flores health and wellness, like I'll come up and yeah. Right. Cool. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Fernando. I absolutely enjoyed all the wisdom you shared with us today. And I hope our listeners also feel inspired and take tips from you and implement it in their entrepreneurial journey. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. It was our pleasure. Thank you to our listeners as well. Stay tuned for our next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Do you know, fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose. Would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends? So we can help each other escape burnout, increase productivity, and achieve our goals faster. Also, let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info at bodymindsolution.com. Would you please take a moment to rate and review this show? That would mean the world to me. And yes, don't forget to subscribe. This is your host, KK. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.